Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to Conversations with Calvin We the Species. Uh, it's uh, February 4th. Actually, that's a very important day in my life, but I won't go into it now. Uh, and, and I'm with Adam Some. Some, you know, you, uh, you got to shoot me the connect pronunciation. I've been calling you Adam since August. Uh, so, uh, and, and this is really kind of, uh, I just mentioned to Adam that we first kind of met and chatted back in August. So this interview uh, has taken some time to put together. Uh, it's because Adam is way busier than me and, and he's a senior at Rutgers University uh, Business School. Uh, and he's involved in so many different things, which we're going to talk about primarily campus group, which is uh, a phenomenal concept, which is alive and well. Uh, I just spent uh, time before we went on air uh, uh, at the website. It's like, wow. And, and I think Adam is a wow. And, and at some point, we'll bring some campus group people in here to talk. But uh, uh, Adam's journey. Uh, has been so incredible. I mean, really incredible for me to watch this and to see what you're doing with Campus Group. Notwithstanding, uh, you know, we, we share the same alma mater, but that's notwithstanding. But uh, so I, I'm really gratified that uh, we started in August and now February we're doing our thing here. So uh, this has been my monologue, so to speak, uh, like one of my favorite uh, late night TV host. So my monologue is done and let's uh, jump in. And Adam, uh, how about uh, just a little bio, a little history of yourself, even though you're only a senior. It, uh, and I said this, by the way, I said this before we went on air. Uh, we've Zoomed a whole bunch of different times. And, and each time I walk away, my takeaway from Adam is, and I said this to him, uh, in, in the most complimentary way that uh, I kind of feel that he's 40 or 50 years old. And that's a great compliment. So I'm done. Take it away, Adam. Thank you so much. And also I wanna say, I'm also super, super appreciative that we had the opportunity to connect in August. Like uh, this entire process, just getting to know you, getting to know each other, it's been awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I know, I know you gave the whole spiel about the, the being, I guess, beyond my age in terms of uh, wisdom, but I, I guess that makes me only a little bit older than you, right? That's kind of hard. <laughs> at least in terms of how you're looking, right? <laughs> so, um, but, you know, thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. So, um, but yeah, my name is Adam. Uh, my, I'm 21 years old. I'm from uh, North, up in North Jersey, but I... Uh, decided to make the big move of coming to Rutgers University. And, you know, uh, I love my state school. I love uh, the state. And um, currently in the business school, like you said, I'm pursuing finance and business analytics and information technology, which is a really long major. We like to shorten that to a little acronym called BAIT. So, uh, so whenever okay. someone says they're a BAIT major, you know what they mean now. Okay. So it's, um, and, you know, I, and I, I really like, Learning. I think you know this. I, I love the opportunity to learn. I uh, kind of took that philosophy. If, if you've, if you, got, I know you got the chance to look at my LinkedIn, and I know that my bio talks about my story with um, the instruments and how 
I went from one instrument to another just because I really want to learn. Well, I, I mean, that that's that's all true in terms of the, the mentality that I have. I really, I really do feel like um, there's a need to find harmony in music. There's a need to find harmony in your education. And uh, more importantly, how to elevate that, take that to some, some, uh, to some extent where you can apply it into the real world. And uh, so with the music that's obviously been enjoying it, playing it, playing it for others. And then in terms of stuff that I'm learning in school, uh, it's about taking those uh, tidbits of information and figuring out how can I, uh, how can I fashion that to uh, bring it back to the community in some way. So uh, I feel like that's, I always like to cover that because I feel like that kind of plants the seed in terms of why I've decided to do all the things that I've done so far. Um, you know, and, and I also want to say that even though I've done a lot to try to explore myself and in terms of trying to explore what I can do for those around me, I'm, I'm still learning. And like I said, I'm 21. I got a lot of, a lot more time. I need to, I need to continue doing this a lot more to learn. Right. So, yeah, no, that's, I, I feel like that kind of summarizes. Yeah. Um, I mean, 21. Yes. A ton to learn. Uh yeah, I just want to backtrack. Uh, you, you did so much with music, uh, uh, you know, in high school. You, you're self-taught in so many, so many different instruments. And and then there's an, an element to you that uh, I always like, and I always look for it in all the people I interview. Uh, you know, you know, even at a young age, you were giving back, and you did some kind of a, a concert for Sierra Leone, uh, which many people don't know. It's one of the poorer countries in the world uh in western africa uh but you had that sense to give back back then yeah 100 percent. it was an opportunity for me to take something that i was really passionate about and still am right which is uh to be performing in my high school orchestra i was playing uh the upright bass if you've ever seen those they're like those big cellos everyone always thinks they're a cello it's i think it's hilarious um but having the opportunity to play music and know that that music is uh, enticing people to donate money towards a really great charity that helps those people in that community uh, is something that's, that was really satisfying to me, even as a young, as a young person in high school, you know? So I think, uh, I think that type of feeling I, I've been searching for, you know, through a lot of the stuff I explored beyond high school and in college. So Okay. You know, it definitely makes sense in terms of why I like this stuff. And that's a perfect example of something where uh, we're kind of started for me. So you're in high school. Where does all the energies? Uh, uh, I, I look back. I look back my own journey uh, when I was about 11 years old. My mother uh, kind of grabbed me and says, you're going to be a pharmacist. And that was it. Uh, but so my question to you is uh debate all this and, and and the consulting and the business aspect where did all that begin in, in high school that's a good question so uh no actually i didn't know about consulting i didn't know what consulting was until i was probably at, towards the end of my freshman year when i was in high school by the way i i was working on uh communication skills i was actually a big theater kid and uh, before i got into that I was super shy, really couldn't have a conversation. My goodness, I could definitely not do this. I could definitely not 
go on and talk to uh, talk to you. Um, but uh, even even people that I would talk to every day, it would, it would be tough for me, something that I would get nervous about. So um, what I wanted to do was try to put myself in the position to be uncomfortable and uh, and expand upon my communication skills, not just with one person, but also with with groups of people in public. So the theater really brought that out for me. Uh, but that definitely helped me along the way. And you'll see why in terms of the communication skills, uh, which are really important for an important, um, I would say, starting point to what propelled me into this into this uh, career path, which is consulting, right? So when I went to college, I was thinking I want to find the most prestigious job in business. And to me, at the time, that was banking. I was like, I really want to do investment banking. They make so much money. They're so cool. And uh, that's because that's the type of culture that I was surrounded with beforehand and thought, wow, let me try to get this. But then I realized that I didn't really understand, first of all, what banking really was all about and the price you had to pay in terms of time, in terms of work-life balance, right? You hear stories about bankers, they're working uh, tirelessly during the, during the week, maybe getting three hours of sleep at a time sometimes, and then working during the weekend. And I realized I, I value my time a little bit. I, I don't think I can handle that. So I had a sort of crisis actually my, towards the end of my freshman year. And I had a conversation with a friend of mine who, uh, who actually was going into that track, but he was kind of like, I considered him as a mentor in a lot of ways. And, um, and we talked about it and he was the one who actually said, you know, based on like what you're passionate about, based on your, your theater in high school, because I told him about that, you would really be good for consulting. And I was like, okay, well, what is that? Let me, let me go check that out. Yeah. Yeah, so I looked it up and I, and I, I learned about it. And, and I realized in that moment uh, when I was looking all that stuff up, that consulting is, uh, it requires a certain personality. And it, because I feel like I have that personality and I wanted to go into that, that's, that's at least why I wanted to go into the consulting aspect. But I know you also asked about the major, right? Why did I do bait? Um, I kind of just, I kind of fell into it, to be honest with you. Uh, same thing with finance. It was more of like, um, I, was, I wasn't really comfortable with my finance concept. I didn't really know a lot about it. It was always something that I was unfamiliar with. And um, same thing with the public speaking, right? I was, un I was uncomfortable with public speaking in the same way I was uncomfortable with doing finance related calculations, understanding financial concepts. You know, so uh, I wanted to major in it because I wanted to really improve that and learn as much as I could. Same thing with, with BAIT, with the uh, learning different types of code, different programming languages, uh, working with data. Those are all things that I felt like I was really weak on and uh, for me, it's always about um, start point, end point, trying to get as much as possible within the four years that I have at school. I want to, you know, squeeze everything I can out of it. And I feel like I've done that. And I, and I think a lot of the realization of why bait is, is, is a very useful major and why finance is useful definitely came after the fact. Mm -hmm. Because beforehand, it was more of like a, well, why not? Right? <laughs> so... Just a little bit of perspective on that. So interesting. Um, so we have the, the, the background of consulting. Um, 
and why you went that way. By the way, uh, a quick by the way, uh, I was a mirror image of you, Adam. I couldn't, uh, it wasn't, uh, uh, I couldn't even talk to a shadow back in, when I was your age. No, zero communicative skills, zero, I mean, completely. And, and you know, uh, and, and it's funny, I give Rutgers, uh, and, and I, whenever I get a chance to write, uh, and I get a chance to in, in, in inject what Rutgers did for me, it, it helped, it just helped get me out of my shell so that I went from being, not being able to talk to even a roommate when I, I had a roommate, I couldn't even talk to a roommate uh, to now it's kind of hard to shut me off. Um, that's just what happened. And I, I attribute it to, to the, the Rutgers world that helped bring me out. But anyway, uh, so you are uh, the CEO, your official title of Campus Group uh, with a K, Campus Group with a K. And, and before I even go any further, uh, at the bottom of this screen throughout this whole interview uh, will be sites for people to check out. And, and most importantly, and I, I mean this, uh, what, you, what you're doing, and people are going to hear about that, uh, go to GoFundMe and help because uh, the stuff you're doing is so important. And I see it every day in my life. Small business needs so much help uh, and it's not there uh, and, and it could help change the world. Truly world changing. So go help Campus Group. Anyway, uh, talk about Campus Group. Let's get a whole um, background. Yeah, so uh, Campus Group with the K, like you said, um, it's a group of students, right? That a group of students from Rutgers, from Wisconsin, from Harvard, from Brown, different. It could be anywhere in the U.S. Students all across the U.S. Uh, who want to come together and get an opportunity to consult, to help out small businesses, and um, basically get the experience of learning out how to do this type of work while also being able to make a meaningful impact. So Campus Group, yeah, it, it's really a double, I would say it's a double-sided value add. I always like to use that terminology. And what I mean by that is that you're helping small business owners, but you're also helping the students, you know, who are doing that work. So a big thing about Campus Group is making sure that we educate our students to have the biggest impact on uh, businesses to help them solve their biggest problems and help them realize their greatest opportunities, whether it's to start a new business, to work on a problem that they're having in their existing enterprise. It, um, the types of work and the types of industries are all varied, of course, uh, because there's a lot of different types of businesses out there. And I, I mean, I can, I can elaborate on some examples um, if you'd like. Yeah, I, I would but like. 100%, yeah. Uh, for example, um, without, without naming names, just to, to keep some confidentiality, you know, the, so we've worked on businesses uh, where we've even had people come in and say that it's just an idea, right? That they want to work on um, a business, I think, for example, that uh, offers therapy services uh, to people who, uh, who need it. So it was a therapy business. And we came in with a business model, a strategy, ways to market it, 
even helped with the website development. Wow. Uh, pretty much everything from the inside inner operations to the front facing work, you know, for how they how they are perceived by their customers. So um, so we've done that type of work where it's for nothing really ground up for nothing. You for nothing it. for nothing. That's is it to me. It's mind boggling. Nothing. Continue. Yeah, and, and for a, for a lot of these students, it's uh, it, it it's something that can seem like a big uh, you know big burden because you know and and even for the small business owners, you know they're 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 looking at this and saying, can I really trust these students to provide value? And uh, the truth is, what we what we push at Campus Group is that we are not a group, and this is something that's big in consulting. Um, we're not a group of people that know the answers. That's not the uh, that's not the point. It's not about knowing the right answer. It's about knowing the right questions to ask and doing the work to figure out the answers. So, um, so it's about the thought process. It's about understanding the problem. So what, we'll, what I've noticed a lot is that students will come into this with very little experience actually, but uh, because of that, they're able to open their mind to the thought process of Figuring out what is what's the real goal here that this client needs, like what do they want to achieve, and then figuring out from there uh, what do we need to put in place in order to get to that goal, you know. And it could be it could be different, completely different from what the client asked in the first place, right? Like, uh, you know. So it's all about the thought process, and anybody can do that especially students. So that's why, so that's the thing is I, I, I always like to include that whenever I discuss, because um, I, I get questions about it a lot, about, about why, why trust students with this. And I think people understand that when you have that flexibility to really think of all the possible angles that you can attack a situation that you'd experience in a business, a student is almost even better in some ways than having someone who's older with more experience who may you know, have a lot of predispositions and assumptions. Yeah, by the way, uh, just so you know, I, I've been taking some notes on you. Uh, Hopefully uh, good stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. I'm literally taking some notes. I've been, if you see me looking, I've been taking some notes, but I, I love the, I love what you said about, it's about the thought process. That's uh, just great stuff. Um, it is great stuff. Uh, I want to, um, Take a breath and just go off topic a second. Um, you, now, you, you don't necessarily have to answer this. Uh, um, it, it's kind of a cute question. Uh, I like it. Um, so here goes. Uh, excluding family or friends, uh, Adam, somebody living or dead you'd like to spend his day with. And it could be one or two or none, um, but it's, it's kind of provocative. Um, Good question. I like it that is. a lot. Um, you know, I would say someone I'd want to spend the day with would probably be uh, David Lee Roth. You know, I'll explain and I'll tell you why. Yeah. He's one of my favorite singers. Also from one of my favorite bands, Van Halen. Um, and I don't know, I just want to take, bring, take an instrument, jam with him. Uh, you know, play uh, play some of his songs. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I if I could do that all day, I'd be I'd be uh, more than happy. Okay. Okay. Great answer. Great answer. Uh, he had a, a a music video a bunch of years ago. I forgot the name of the song, but he was right up there. I mean, 
uh, notoriety and, and um, I forget the song, um, whatever. Uh, great answer. Uh, so moving along, um, I, I read and we talked about it before we went on air, uh, you know, Campus Group was, and people really need to know this. Uh, I think it's so key. The Campus Group was born during the pandemic because of the pandemic. Correct? 100%. Yeah, I mean, in terms of how it started, you know, I can't, I can't take credit for starting it because that, that was not me. Uh, the people who started it, absolutely uh, brilliant, brilliant minds who started it, are uh, Jordan Venglas. Um, so he's, he's, he's from uh, California. Uh, Jer Jeremy, no Jeremy Navarro, sorry. And uh, Pernay Jerasia, who, uh, who is a Rutgers student actually, or was a Rutgers student, was alumni. And um, what you'll notice is that like Jordan, Jordan Venglas is in, is in California. Pernay Derejo is from New Jersey. Those are two, those are already across the country, right? The, the founding was among people from different parts of the country because they wanted uh, to be, they wanted there to be an equal opportunity to start growing this, um, not just from one specific area. And the idea was uh, in spring 2020 or summer 2020, sorry, um, the pandemic was, was something that was unprecedented. I mean, a lot of small businesses were struggling, going out of business. And, uh, and it was a really tough time, especially depending on the industry you're in. And so at the same time, what we also noticed for a lot of students were losing their internship opportunities because companies couldn't really afford to keep them on. So a lot of offers were, uh, you know, were canceled. So a lot of students were out of work and a lot of businesses were out of work. So, uh, you know, from what I understand, uh, the, those three people that I named, right? They came together, they were friends, and they realized that there's an opportunity on both sides that could be satisfied here. Helping out small businesses, using student talent. So a lot of the students in the beginning were, were students who didn't get the opportunity to get internships during that summer. Actually, in fact, you're looking at one of them right now. I, I was you know, trying to find an opportunity. And that's when I actually found this, this group um, online. It was, I think it was on LinkedIn. They were doing a post. And, um, and I happened to be friends with Pernay, uh, who is the guy from Rutgers. And that's how I got started with it, got involved, did some projects, and worked my way up. So, um, so it, it, it is really interesting I, that how this group started and uh, what it stands for because today even though the pandemic is still i mean the pandemic is we're, we're, the situation is improving we're still seeing that uh there's some lessons here that we can always you know ask ourselves what can we do better how can we prevent this type of tragedy in the future so uh yeah it's it's uh it's a mission that campus group will always have we're never going to forget our roots and I think we need to come at the mentality with every project we do in the future with the thought in mind as if that we're always in a pandemic. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think, and I say that because I wanna think of this as um, tragedy creates opportunity. So let's always be in a mindset where we are constantly creating opportunity. Let's not lose right. sight of that. Great thinking, great thinking. And you know what, in, in some ways we always will be, um, in a pandemic and, and that kind of thinking, it's not necessarily going to go away. So having 
that kind of thinking that you have is good stuff to keep in your back pocket. Um, uh, are there any particular types of businesses um, that Campus Group works with? Is there, is there a formula or are you kind of open? Yeah, so I would say there's, we could pin it down to some areas, right? We, we do work with a lot of companies that, uh, that create certain apps. So there's a lot of like web development types of projects, but we do also work with a lot of groups that, have, that sell products, you know, tangible products. And I, for example, um, we worked with a, a small jewelry business uh, where uh, that jewelry business just wanted to you know, promote themselves more, get their brand out there more. And uh, we came up with some really creative ways to do that oh, cool. in, terms of, uh, in terms of marketing, trying to, uh, you know, even changing the format of how they presented their, their information to some of the uh, to some of the charities that they support and making that really clear and known, uh, it it was um, it was also an added bonus and something we also like to emphasize that this jewelry business happened to be a very large supporter of environmental awareness groups. So we we do we do try to emphasize uh, working with small businesses that contribute in some way to certain um, to certain initiatives like that. So that's just an example of that. I know we also, um, we've worked with uh, human resources types of uh, companies and um, in terms of uh, working on promotion for them. I think there was a client of ours that, uh, that actually advocated for, um, for women in the workplace and they came up with educational material to help to inform uh, mid-sized large, large businesses on how to uh, basically work with and, you know, treat an employee, uh, you know, mostly female employees that have gone through uh, domestic violence uh, situations, violence. stuff like that. So, um, yeah. you know, all really great initiatives really? that once again, it makes, makes you feel good that you're doing that, especially as a student. So these students are learning, they're, they know they're doing something that's impactful or they're, 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 they're making good use of their time. Yeah. A couple of things you said, um, that resonated with me. And, and actually one of those was a question I wanted to ask you off topic, but you started it. Uh, um, so uh, you, you talked about climate change and, and, and so I'm, I'm always curious and, and, and I do some stuff now, a lot of stuff, a lot of interviews with climate uh, change people all over the world. Uh, and that's been a kind of a sidelight uh, for me and I've interviewed at least a dozen environmentalists who've written books on the environment, be it fiction or nonfiction. But, uh, and, and I just mentioned to you before we went on air that I'm, I'm, we're kind of focusing on this little group that we have, Climate Op Optimists, on, on doing a panel that involves you guys, your generation. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm always curious. I always like to do my little score polls on how you feel about climate change, uh, uh, how much of an urgency is it? Uh, uh, I'm sure you're not happy with my generation because we dumped this in your lap, but how much relevancy and poignancy and uh, awareness is climate change in your life? It, or is it, is it, maybe it's not? No, I think it's a big thing. I think it's a big situation we have to look at. I mean, just look, look at the indicators. 
right? And you know, regardless of how people feel, I'm not I'm not here to impose my beliefs on somebody else. It's not my job. But I do implore people to look and look at the indications around you, look at your environment, look what's going on. Not just in terms of um, not just in terms of like certain disasters that are happening, uh, not just in terms of evidence suggesting uh, one way or the other, right? I want to think in terms of the ways that people are already starting to respond. You know, I, I, it's things like, um, I'm trying to remember which company it was. It might've been, it might've been uh, one of the airlines. Uh, I saw like an advertisement where they made a pledge that they're going to be completely carbon neutral by 2050. I saw that. Right? It, yeah. So it's things like that, that kind of put it in perspective. Like, I think the, I think the world is realizing that things need to change. And uh, it's, in, it's in terms of, um, you know, making sure that you understand that as a person and understand the importance of leaving, leaving behind this beautiful world for the next generation. That's, that's something we do need to keep in mind. Um, and would we, would we have enjoyed our lives as much if, if we, uh, you know, lived in a world where we didn't have clean air, you know, or if we didn't have clean water, you know, we didn't have the half the resources that we have today. I mean, if you if you answer that question thinking, you know, uh, that's not the type of world you'd want to live in, then then that's something that you have to think about in terms of the actions that you can control now for the future. So, yeah, that's really my key take on it is just look at the signs and uh, do what you can and act based on that information. Okay, I, I like uh, I, I like that that attitude that you have it's a positive attitude it's a proactive attitude i also like the fact that campus group likes to focus on businesses that keep an eye on, on climate change you know it's funny i, I in the group that i have uh and we've got people all over the the world in, in that group uh i it, it dawned on me that um we'll be okay when there's a billion with a b when there's a billion groups like what we have of people talking and being proactive. So when there's a billion of these groups out there, then I think we will have solved my own personal thing. We will have solved the climate problem when there's a billion groups. Exactly. And, and that's, and that's another point that I, I think is important to discuss, which is that, you know, if we don't do our part, if the campus group doesn't do its part to help businesses have the opportunity to help the environment or the opportunity to, you know, voice their concern over this, uh, you know, that's something that's a major opportunity we'd be missing out on. So campus group, you know, realizes that we can't solve the world's problems, but we can, we can help elevate people Smart. who can help us and help Smart. solve the world's problems. Right. So, um, you know, there's, what is it? I think there's, there's well, there's uh I think what's the metric? Almost ninety percent of the economy is made up of small businesses. Something, something along those lines. I'm not sure, right? but small business drives. It does. It does. Drives so, um, us. And so surely it drives initiatives like the one that we're talking about now. Yeah. So how can good a good place to uh, ask this? How can small businesses 
in in every kind of way uh, reach out and find you? And uh, what's the process? Sure. So uh, obviously there is a couple of ways in terms of social media. So we, I know we have an Instagram account uh, that you'll probably, you have somewhere for sure. Mm -hmm. um, our website, campus group, or sorry, the campus group with the K.com. And uh, so you can find information on our website, but I would say the best way to reach out to us is to shoot us an email through our, uh, our email address, mm -hmm. which is uh, the campus group at gmail.com. Basically just, you know, letting us know who you are and, and uh, requesting to have uh, you know, a quick conversation over Zoom usually is the, is the way to go. Love Zoom. I told you how I discovered it a year and a half ago. I don't ever want to talk on the phone again. That's my own <laughs> why, why talk on the phone and not see the person you're talking to? It's, I mean, it's so nice seeing, seeing someone's face. It's, so it's great. It is yeah. just, just, to me, I would never want to talk on the phone. I, I don't. I, I have friends, old-fashioned friends, because and I said, let's Zoom. They said, no, I don't want to Zoom. So I don't want to talk. I want to Zoom. Um, how can, uh, Adam, how, how can students find you getting involved in this? By the way, they don't have to be only business students. They could be, you know, they could be phys ed students. Uh, I mean, they could be, they could be uh, art students uh, and, and really anybody with an imagination, right? How do they find you? Absolutely. And that's a very good point. Yeah, it, they can be, they can be studying anything. We love the diversity of background. It's, it's a very important thing to have uh, in a profession where you're challenged to think out of the box. So uh, in terms of finding us, there's a couple of ways to do that. And uh, the way that the program works for Campus Group, the way that the students get involved is we have a cohort-based system. So every semester, like a college semester, we try to time it around. Um, so it's like a period of about like 10 or so weeks that the students apply, they join the group, they get assigned to a team, they get assigned to a project. Wow. And they basically in those 10 weeks, they work on uh, the solution, they meet with the client and they go through the entire project. And then towards the end, they work towards a tangible deliverable, which is be it like a PowerPoint presentation or a paper, uh, something to show them the recommendations and a process uh, that's easy to follow in, in terms of you know, whatever it is that they want to work on. So, um, so basically, if a student wanted to get involved, they could apply, uh, you know, in the fall, we have applications in the fall, and we have applications in the spring right now, actually, that are, um, uh, the deadline's almost up. I think it's, it's uh, it, I believe the deadline is around the 15th or somewhere around the, yeah, the 15th. So students should uh, go onto uh, the website, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They should go on the website. There's a form they can fill out on the website uh, for under join us. And there is also the email address where they can also send an email as well. So those, those are the two most effective ways. And, um, and basically from there, they'd have the opportunity to, uh, you know, talk to us, you know, um, get an interview in there and potentially have a really great experience. And, and I think also the other thing I wanna say is that students don't have to feel like they need this extensive background. It's kind of like we talked about before. We actually want students who, who are brand new to this um, but who are passionate to mm -hmm. learn about this, who are passionate. As, as long as you have the passion, you know, that, that's enough to basically 
be a successful uh, consultant, at least for us, because, because we will give you what you need to succeed, but it is up to you in order to take the effort and actually use those resources, right? It's like the, it's like the horse uh, analogy. You can lead a horse to water, but can't make a drink, right? Same idea. So uh, we can certainly lead you there, but it's up to you mm -hmm. to take the spoils. You know, I, I, I can't say this enough, and I've been saying this to you since August. What you're doing is brilliant. It is so innovative. It's so needed. So needed. Uh, I, I, in, in my world, there's so many people I know who's gone into business and, and with no help because people don't know where and who and how to ask for help. And you're just putting yourself out there and, and you're helping. And, and this collection of young minds uh, that, that want to work and help and guide, uh, it's just just a brilliant, brilliant concept. Actually, it's probably, I use the T word, a transformative, uh, a culturally transformative to have brilliant young minds uh, putting themselves, making themselves available. Uh, uh, I just think it's, it's culturally, that's my own. And I'm not saying it because you're sitting across from me uh, wearing a suit coat and I'm wearing a sweatshirt, but uh, it, it really is culturally transformative, this kind of thinking, this kind of proactivity to help small business, which is what keeps America running, as you said. Uh, it's just great stuff, really great, great stuff. And, 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 and I said this to you also before we went on air, why your generation, you guys are so uh, uh, capable of doing this because you're getting so much input up here 24 seven. Uh, uh, and, and I, I, you know, the only input I ever got in my generation, why we could have never done this, what you're doing, you know, we, we had six black and white TV stations that went on the air at eight and went off the air at midnight. That was my social media, if you want to call it that. So uh, you're, you're taking everything that you're learning, your world, and, and you're giving back to help develop small business and guide them. Great stuff, really. Um, so uh, um, uh, I'm aware that Campus Group functions uh, from donations. We've got the GoFundMe. Uh, uh, why don't you tell people how, how some of that money gets used that they're going to donate from GoFundMe? which is so yep. important. It's your lifeline. Money is lifeline. I mean, you have to consider we're, it's, it's all pro bono. So we do not ask small businesses for a dime wow. uh, for this, for those services. Right. Wow. Cause it's not, cause that's not what we're in business for. We're in business so that we can, we can really help them and further their mission, their goals, uh, but also get our students experience, like I said before. So that's really the payment is the education, but in terms of donations, which are always appreciated, uh, the donations are going to be used to develop the program, to develop the students. So it's going to enable us to spend money on educational programs that would normally, um, you know, I know a lot of uh, student organizations at schools, they uh, use their, their funding for certain uh, educational platforms that help students do a better job in this sort of line of work. So we want to provide that for campus group. And the reason why we want to use that money that way is because if, like I said before, if the students are well-versed and they understand um, 
this mentality we've been talking about uh, earlier on, and they have the resources to contribute even further because we wanna elevate the quality of our projects too. Uh, that's gonna help us provide even more value to potentially even more uh, clients. So we just want to uh, grow our potential to help other people by investing in our human capital, our students, to help make them more informed and educated. But then also beyond that, uh, part of expansion is making sure that we're heard and that we are out there for people to see and to take advantage of the opportunity. So to source more students and clients, we also wanna use that money for outreach, for advertising, yes. uh, for things that are gonna get our brand uh, up in the ether. So that, uh, so really, because that's what it is. We, 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 need to, we need to develop ourselves internally, but we also need to make sure that people know we're available. That's the only way we're gonna have a real impact here. Correct. And, and I said and, this from day one. When yeah, 100%. Started. So if, so if, if, so if your viewers uh, want that opportunity to, you know, basically uh, kickstart and continue to run this, this organization's capability to provide value to more and more businesses and educate more students as well, uh, they can do that by going to the GoFundMe link that I think you have posted in the bio, right? Um, so that they can go there yes. because that every dollar of that, of every dollar is bringing us $1 closer towards bringing this world um, into a more, uh, you know, strong, um, you know, foundation in terms of small businesses and making sure that our economy thrives and that more people can have opportunities. Pretty much that's, that's, that's the basis for all this. It's great stuff. It is great stuff. And, and I said this from day one, where people got to know, and people got to know what you guys are doing. And, and that, that's part of the mountain uh, to climb. Uh, is and, and that's where I'm doing what I can to, to kind of spread the word and I'll keep on spreading the word but people got to know what you're offering it's like wow uh, and it's funny uh, uh, my observation and I've always said this uh, uh, for me one of the saddest things I ever see and I say this to my wife all the time we're driving on the highway and a little restaurant a little store uh, I, I know I saw when it opened and Six months later, uh, it closed. Uh, and to me, that's one of the saddest things because I can appreciate uh, a small business person opening up and taking their life savings and their life dreams to open a, a small business and probably not with any guidance or help, just a, a gut feeling. But if they would have had you guys it, it would have helped them immeasurably. I mean, the service that you provide, and I'm not just saying it, it is enormous. Uh, it, it, it's it's lifeblood kind of thing. Uh, and, and it is a matter of spreading the word. So, you know, I'll do what I can to spread the word. It's it's good stuff. So um, we're kind of winding down here. And, and actually, we, we went through a whole interview Adam, and, and I didn't once bring up uh, basketball or football. We'll just kind of let that um, let that marinate out there in, 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 in cyberspace. Uh, we don't have to talk about that. Uh, we could, but we don't have to. But I do have one last uh, question uh, for you. It's, it's kind of another fun question. Um, uh, here it goes. Um, uh, fill in the blank. Uh, before I leave this earth, I won't be happy until I blank. 
Okay. You don't have to answer it either. This is just. I I, no, I want to answer this. I want to answer this. I, I like this question. So before I leave this earth, I want to, what you said, you said I want to blank, right? Yeah. So I, I want to uh, want to teach a class. Oh, great. Teach a class. Maybe, maybe like, maybe some point later on, um, I want to be, you know, maybe go to university and, and maybe it's like a side thing. Teach a course. I, like, like I know you did. Yes, right. You bet. Yeah. I mean, I, I just love having that opportunity to communicate with people and, and share ideas. I know people T tell me a lot of the time they say, "Oh, Adam, you, how come I haven't seen you give a TED talk?" I know that Rutgers does like the they do these uh, TED talks, and uh, and I think it's I mean partly just just really busy. <laughs> That's one thing, um, but the other thing is you know I I love talking so much that I I I just want to make sure nobody feels that I'm you know they got to get too much of my talking. But I will say for certain that uh, that if if I do learn more, like I, I said before, I, I, I still feel like there's so much more for me to learn. And I feel like I'll, I'll cut, get to a point later on where when I have enough valuable things to say and, and perspective to provide, uh, I want the opportunity to, to share that with people and to see if they relate just to my story, whatever that story ends up uh, taking the shape of, right? So, um, you know, it, it really does go back to that whole concept of giving back. Yeah. And um, and just as much as I like taking in the world and taking in the music and the harmony and the experience, I want to kind of throw it back to everyone as well. So, you know, that's, uh, yeah, answer. that'd be something I'd like to do. Great answer. Great way to, to wind this up. I, I can tell you one of the greatest experiences of my life and, and I wrote about it in my little manuscript there, was walking down College Avenue that first day with my attache case, heading to my class and, and the emotions, uh, it's the journey. You reach a certain point in your life of, of accomplishment, of having learned and you're ready to give back. I was finally ready to give back. I'd learned enough, done enough uh, and, and knowing I'm walking to my class, which was in the honors building. By the way, you know, you're in the honest, um, uh, indescribable, beyond. And, and when I told it to my wife and, and son and daughter-in-law, you know, they all got, you know, choked up, you know, teary-eyed because it was powerful stuff. It was almost like a, um, it was almost like a, a Martin Luther King, Dr. King thing. You know, I'd been to the mountaintop and, and having taught at Rutgers uh, it was the mountaintop for me. So that's a great thing that you said to be able to teach one day uh it is great what a great way to wind this up uh this has been um what a way to kick off a weekend we got a big basketball game tomorrow i will say that uh huge game tomorrow uh, michigan state records uh but uh i'm so thrilled we met and and we continue and it's a great friendship and, and exchanging of ideas and, and I'm officially uh, welcoming you back anytime we can just shoot the breeze and come back. Uh, and, and, and paraphrasing Clint Eastwood from one of his movies, you made my day. Thank you. You made mine as well. This has been, it's been awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much for having me on. And 
yes, of course, I'd love to come back. Great. You just let me Great. know. You, uh, give me your give me your calendar. You with the calendar's okay. wide open. We'll talk about that, Adam. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great.